everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. We are so happy you are here with us today. We're your hosts or hostess. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin. And I'm never going to give you up. I'm never going to let you down. Erin. <sighs> <laughs> Erica just got Rick rolled. Yeah. <laughs> and all I could, never going to turn around and hurt you. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's in my head now. Thank you. You messed and me up FYI, for the day. he's in concert. Is he really? Where? He's New Kids on the Block. Salt and Pepper. Yeah. And, yeah. Rick and Ashton, I think is his name. Ashley. Ashley. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would never put Rick Astley and Salt no. and Pepper together. No, yeah. Perfect combo. Shout right? out to Salt and Pepper. I want to shoot. Yes. Oh my gosh. That cassette, yeah. very necessary, changed my life. Yes, it did. It yeah, put it me did. on the career path I'm on now, really. No, yeah. it didn't. But I still, <laughs> I still remember. And then when they did What a Man with In Vogue, please. Yes. I oh, know. Yeah. I still can sing every word. Here I go. No, I'm just kidding. No. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron, I never know what yes. you're going to say. That's awesome. That's, yeah. You got Rick <laughs> well, rolled. Done. I got Rick rolled. I had never had that happen before. So there you go. What's What's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned and find out. Oh, boy. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, everybody, <laughs> with that introduction, um, <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. We are so happy to have you here with us. To all of our new listeners, hello. Welcome. Yes. And to all of our returning listeners, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate your support and everything that you do to make things possible. And so we're going to go ahead and start releasing a little bit at a time the changes that we have coming up. So we are recording this on Saturday, um, uh, October 30th. So happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you had a safe yes. Halloween to those who celebrate it. Um, mm -hmm. And you will notice our logo has changed. It has. We would like to give a shout out to Designers Vision, Emily, at that uh, at that company who helped in the changing of our logo. So Emily, thank you so much. Yes, you are very gifted, you. so easy to work with. Oh my gosh. We just gave her the idea that we had and boom, nailed it. I yeah, think big time nailed it. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, we don't want an outline of a, you know, a body on the, on the road or on the floor. Let's make it an outline of the onion because of our name. You know, yeah. and she totally got it. So if anybody else is looking for a graphic designer to help out with logos and stuff, contact her. Uh, we'll have her information also attached uh, onto the uh, podcast description and details. So yes. what do you think? Do you like it? You hate it? Let okay. us know. Give us a shout out. And how yeah. you can do that, you ask. Well, you can give us a follow on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. Our DMs are open. Please feel free to reach out. Just say hi. Give your opinion or question or show idea. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you want to, you can email us at southernonion, the number two, at gmail.com. We are a small podcast and we are growing little by little every day. So your support mm -hmm. means everything, no matter how small. We love yes. it. We will take yeah, we it. Do. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. <laughs> All yes. right. So that business part out of the way. So that's that's the one difference that you're going to see. Um, not the picture of Aaron and I at five years old, although we will have yeah. it. Um, the website um, still building. So that'll be done shortly. We will have it there. If you just miss seeing us at five years old and me putting bunny ears on Aaron. So. Right. 
there you go. Yeah, it's cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I hope everybody has had a great week. Uh, It's been a little bit shorter week for us because we recorded on Wednesday and now we're here today on Saturday. How dare we see each other so much, Erin? Ew. I know. (laughs) But um, hope everybody has had a great end to the week. Erin, what have you been up to? Well, we made trick-or-treat bags. Oh, yeah, because you get, like, a ton of trick-or-treat. We get a ton of kids. But it's hard not to eat it, you know? (laughs) So, like, you ever buy a bag of candy and you swear you're not going to open it, and then you do at, like, midnight? Mm Mm-hmm. And you eat, like, 50 pieces, and you're like, oh, i got to buy more. You're not supposed to eat after midnight. It's the gremlin rule or the mop wife. (laughs) (laughs) But it calls my name, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, we made trick-or-treat bags, and I was like, okay, don't eat it. Well, about midnight, I was like, I need this candy. (laughs) (laughs) So, some kid's going to get a bag with, like, Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why do I have these empty raptor wrappers? Right. What's that about, Aaron? You're gonna get your house rolled. I know. You gotta hold I on know. to toilet paper now. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but yeah. So we'll be passing out candy. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, where I live, there aren't any trick or treaters. So that yeah. I always say, there's always magic during Halloween because just like mm-hmm. you said, I buy a bag of candy and it magically disappears. Yeah. Um, so That's there's amazing. always yeah. magic during the Halloween season, for sure. But yeah. now, my favorite day is November 1st, when all the candy's half off. Oh, yeah. That's that's my holiday. <laughs> then you get the grocery yeah. cart. You yeah, start. exactly. Just yep. each hand on both sides of the aisle, just put it in there. So it yep. lasts. It'll be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so because it's Halloween, what's your favorite horror movie or scary like- movie? Well, I love Halloween. I've watched Halloween since, well, it came out in 78. So Michael we were born Myers, in 79. Halloween. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I've been watching, I mean, I love those. Those are my yep. favorite. Yeah. And those are good. Yeah. I've been watching those forever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> every year I always have it playing while I'm passing out candy to the kids. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to outgrow when I hear that Michael Myers theme. Oh, I know, There's yeah. just a little bit of like, oh my gosh, you know, where? Yeah. So, and I, oh, I, yeah. I saw an article, I forgot where they were, but a man dressed as Michael Myers, and he had a sign that said, free hugs. Oh, <laughs> see, Michael's loving too. <laughs> I know, but so here's the part that disturbed me. It showed a, a younger mom, and she had two small boys, probably both under the age of seven, and she... The reporter was interviewing her, and she goes, oh, my kids love it. They are just huge fans of Michael Myers. Hmm. And I and I paused for a moment, <laughs> and I was like, why are your young children fans of Michael Myers? I mean, that's a little concerning to me. Uh, not judging. Yeah. yeah, I am. But why Michael Myers? I mean, it's not, you know... Power Rangers or, you know, somebody that does good in right. the world and helps. It's Michael Myers. So, right. So your children yeah. want to strike fear in humanity. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I got to worry yeah. about sleeping with the cats around. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a favorite horror movie or scary uh, movie? Probably Silence of the Lambs. Nothing has really oh, yeah. that for me. And Oof. It's just because it's based on a real case. It mm-hmm. can happen. And all I hear is that you, Clarice. I mean, golly. Oh. Every yeah. now and then. And then, you you know, every every so often you can work into a conversation. It puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. That's everywhere. Yeah. 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 So pretty much I say it when I'm putting lotion on my hands at work. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and yes. then people know they're like, oh, <laughs> it's just yeah. knowing not. Mm, I've seen that yeah. too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. That's right. But with Halloween coming and going, we are now, I think, officially kicking off the holiday season for the yeah. United States. With um, Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm already Christmas candy. Well, Christmas candy is already out. Really? Yes. Eggnog's already out. Everything. Oh, I love eggnog. Oh, and shout out little Debbie. Christmas trees are my favorite. And I saw where you're releasing Christmas tree ice cream in select cities and places. So... Right, I'm, at I'm Walmart. Gonna, yeah, Walmart. it's going to be okay. at Walmart, and it's November 1st is okay. when it kicks off. Oh, yeah. great. In time for my half-off Halloween yeah. candy buying. Yep. Um, that'll be great. And I'm going to have some Christmas tree ice cream with a Christmas tree um, on the side. Ooh, Lord. And, and wash it all down with eggnog. There you go. Oh, gosh. I will, I will be doing the next podcast from my hospital room uh, yeah. for the sugar overdose. Ooh, Lord. Ooh. <laughs> That'll be a lot. Yeah, that but is I'm a lot. I'm mm-hmm. excited. No, yeah. I'll have a bite of each. That's it. It'll be fun. So. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope everybody has had a great time and a, and a safe holiday. Um, if Halloween's a holiday, I guess it is. I don't know. Um, we can say it is in the United States sure. anyway. Uh, any right. any time we can give out and eat more candy and it be socially acceptable is a, is a holiday to me. So right. <laughs> thank you again sure. so much uh, for tuning in. And... Um, yeah, so let's get into this onion. I know. This, oh. uh, yeah, now we're like, bring it down. Um, yeah, that's all. So this is the case of the Delphi, Indiana murders. These were two young girls. Oh, they were 13 and 14. Or were they both 14? They were 13 and 14. 13, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, this was Abigail Williams, who went by Abby, and Liberty German, who went by Libby. Uh, these murders happened uh, February 13th of 2017, so mm-hmm. not that long ago, you know, four four years ago, four and a half years ago, and unfortunately, the girls' bodies were found on February 14th, 2017, so just a day later. Um, right. Very sad case. Um, complicated case that's still going on. Uh, right. So, Aaron, what you got for us? Okay. So, the morning of February 13, 2017, this was a school day. It was a Monday. It was a school day, but the girls were out. I think they were having like a PTO day where they didn't have to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. And so, Abby spent the night at Libby's house. Mm -hmm. So, they get up February the 13th about noon, and Libby goes to her older sister, Kelsey, and says, hey, do you want to go to High Bridge with us? Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I can't. Yeah, I got things to do, but I'll drive you over there. Yeah. Now, it was described as a warm February day. So, it's wintertime in Indiana. So, it's warm to where you really don't need, like, a heavy jacket or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, Kelsey drives Libby and Abby to High Bridge at about 1.40 p.m. And as they're getting out, she says, here, take a sweatshirt. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, it's it's like unseasonably warm during this winter time. Right. So Kelsey sees her sister and her friend Abby disappear mm-hmm. as they're going to Highbridge. Now, Highbridge, you're going to have to help me with this. It's okay. called, I know the name of it is, is it Moan, Monon, the bridge? Um, I know that I'm butchering yeah. it somehow. No, you're you're okay. But uh, it's okay. Monon is how I was. Monon. Is okay. how I was saying it. Monon yes. Highbridge. Yeah, Hi- modern Highbridge, and they just call it the Highbridge. Mm-hmm. And what it yeah. is is this is yeah. It, what it is is it's seventy feet off the ground, mm-hmm. and it's like an old railroad track. Right. That's it's, abandoned. It, it's a cool yeah. looking place. Um, yeah, but it is high up. And mm-hmm. I'm, ter- I couldn't, I could not walk across this. <laughs> and some of the railroad ties um, are like broken. Yeah. So like, there's like these big gaps in mm-hmm. between and you got to be careful where you step. Yeah. Or you're going down. Yeah. See, that would be somewhere I would love to walk across just because Ooh. of that adrenaline. But I know you're like, I'm out. <laughs> it makes my hands sweat. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, oh. so yep. now the grandmother, Becky Patty. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Libby's grandmother said the girls have been over there before yeah. and she knows that the girls have gone to Highbridge and it's they're fine with it. Mm-hmm. Kids hang out there. A lot of kids hang out. Yeah. So it's not something you would see off the road. I think it's something locals would know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is not it's not publicized as being the place to go. Right. It would not be a tourist uh, town or, or attraction because it isn't in a remote area uh, called Deer Creek Township. This isn't on your usual uh, to see list when you're going through Indiana. Right. Yes. So Libby and Abby are on this railroad tie bridge, mm-hmm. <laughs> this like dilapidated <laughs> bridge. It's falling apart. Yep. And they're taking pictures. Libby's taking pictures of Abby. Mm-hmm. And they do, they have something called Snapchat. Yeah. Where, okay, this was new to me. <laughs> As you you don't tell, know what Snapchat is? I know you take a picture and then it disappears after so long. Okay, even I know what Snapchat is. Yeah, I don't know you, what that you is. Take a okay. pic- it's an app. You take a picture and it goes out to your followers or your friends. Uh, but then once you view it, it's usually gone. Like you can't, um, it's not where you could just bring it up again like other apps that you can. Okay. Uh, like and, Facebook or. Yeah. Right. And like if I, if you were to Snapchat me a picture and I'm like, oh, it's a cute picture. I can take a screenshot, but then mm-hmm. you'll get a notification that I took a screenshot of it. So I okay. like it for that reason. Um, I saw a meme that I really think applies to us, Aaron. It says mm-hmm. too young for Snapchat or no, excuse me, too young for life alert, too old for Snapchat. I agree. Yeah. I are, even that's know our age. And to those that are around our <laughs> right. age, we see, we hear you. We see you. You know exactly right. what we're talking about because it's like, right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, the girl's friend, Erica. Hey, spelled, great name. Who, she, yeah. She spelled her name A-R-I-K-A. I Never seen, seen that before. I have. Okay. Yep. You've yep. seen it. Okay. Yep. Shout so out, Erica. She act, yeah, so she actually does what you said. You take a screenshot. Mm-hmm. So she takes a screenshot, and it's a picture of Abby mm-hmm. walking on that bridge. Yep. Thankfully, she did. Yes. So mm-hmm. at 3.30, mm-hmm. Derek, who is Libby's father, mm-hmm. it, <laughs> I have to make sure I get the names right because yeah, I don't mess good. it up. You're good. So at 3.30, Derek shows up because that was the plan at 3.30, the dad was going to, the Libby's dad was going to pick the girls up. Mm-hmm. He pulls up and there's no Libby and Abby. Mm-hmm. 
he starts calling Libby's cell phone. There's no answer. Mm-hmm. So he starts to go, okay, where are they? What's going on? He calls Becky Patty, who is Libby's grandmother, mm-hmm. and says, I haven't heard from the girls. Have you? Of course, she hasn't. She starts panicking, and she calls Kelsey, Libby's older sister, who dropped them all. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, they're probably just hanging out with friends, but grandma kind of panics a lot. So let's just all get together and go down there and look for the girls. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what they do. So like I said, at first, they weren't worried. They thought maybe they had caught up with some other friends. They were just hanging out. Mm-hmm. But soon, they were yelling their names out. They're looking for them. They can't find them. Yeah. Oh, I can't imagine yeah. the fear because oh, this yeah. is something they go to often. And Ooh, why would you yeah. think this would be any different? Right. So the family calls the police. Mm-hmm. And it's around 530 when the police show up. And they start looking for the girls. Now, this is a town of 3,000 people. It is very yeah. small. Yeah. Yep. We grew up in a very small town. Yep. Everybody knows everybody. Yep. Everybody knew everybody's business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you show up for people. Yes. Like if somebody is having a problem, everybody in town helps. Absolutely. Yep. So that's what happens in this case. The police are knocking on doors. They're looking around canvassing the area. Mm-hmm. Volunteers start showing up to come and search for the girls. Mm-hmm. But of course, what happens? It starts getting dark. Of course. Because remember, it's winter time. Yep. It's winter time. They're looking. They can't find anything. They're calling their names out. Mm -hmm. They said that they had hundreds of people looking for the girls that day. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds just canvassing that area. So about 1.30 in the morning, they they call it off because Mm -hmm. a lot of the volunteers have work the next day. Um, And it's dark. Like you said, they can't find anything. mm -hmm. So... On February 14th at 2.30 in the morning, there is a sheriff by the name of Tobe, Mm -hmm. Sheriff Tobe, and he gets a notification that their cell tower is picking up Libby's cell phone Mm. somewhere out by the bridge. Okay. So he calls some of the volunteers and says, hey, can you go out there and look? They look and look and look, and they just can't find this cell phone. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know, we're not having any luck. We're just going to have to wait till daylight. Right. And those cell yeah. phone pings, those are a general location. It's not exact. Mm-hmm. I mean, cell phones right. are awesome, but right. it's it's just a general triangulated, if you will, where they think it could be. So that's why it's not right. exact science. Yeah. Right, right. So on February 14th, as it day breaks, everybody goes out searching some more. Mm-hmm. Now, as they're searching, Kelsey and the family, Libby's family, and they're out there looking. Kelsey's out there, everybody's looking. Mm-hmm. And all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, someone says, well, what color shoes was Libby wearing? Mm. And they said, well, it was black Nikes. Mm. And they said, we found the shoes. Oh, wow. Not long after, they found the girls. Now, oh. this was just after noon of the 14th. And the bodies were found a quarter of a mile away from the bridge. Right. I mean, just right there. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm. So they ought, they, they know that foul play is involved. This was not an accident. It was not, you know, the girls fell or tripped or had a medical problem or anything. This was foul play because of the scene, the crime scene. Mm -hmm. But the police are not releasing cause of death. Nothing. Mm. 
Right. They are very holding this close to the vest. Right. Just trying to keep the integrity of the investigation because, you know, the, just the nature right. of it and, the, and them both right. being so young. Right. Yes. So Doug Carter, who is a superintendent of Indiana Police, mm-hmm. the very next day, so now we're into February 15th. Right. He releases a picture of a man walking on a bridge. On the bridge and says, this person is a person of interest. Yes. We believe that this person is somehow involved in these murders. Mm -hmm. But the catch is, he doesn't tell where he got that picture. Right. Yeah. Was it a trail cam? Was it another person took a picture? Where did this picture come from? But the police aren't saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, just trying to keep the integrity of that investigation so people don't fly off the handle of well you did it and you know it's so falsely accusing others yeah right right so another image is released of this guy and now he's known as bridge guy mm-hmm. so they're why, calling him bridge guy yeah why does everything have to have a nickname i know yeah i know Please yeah tell me <laughs> yeah uh, yeah but okay so <laughs> yeah, so the media is posting this picture everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, has anybody seen this guy? Does anybody know this guy? And so finally it's revealed that the photo has come from Libby, Libby's phone and it was taken just before her death. Mm-hmm. So now we're finding out that they have access to her phone. Right. Yeah. Which, oh, wow. I mean, would you have the forethought to do that? That's, I don't know right. if I would have had the forethought. And that, and that's what I wrote down. I was like, how did Libby know to record, to take a picture of mm-hmm. that? She obviously was trusting her instinct, her gut. Right. Knowing this might be sketchy. Let me be cautious. Right. So, I mean, right. very, very brave of her. Right. Absolutely. Well, and the theory, too, is that maybe she had no service to call. Mm-hmm. So she just whipped that out and started taking pictures and doing what she could. Right. Absolutely. Either either way, she was very yeah. um, observant and went with her instinct. And because of it, she might be helping lead to the suspect of the case. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So after the images are released, on February, about seven days later, on February 22nd, mm-hmm. The police release an audio. Yes. Yeah. Of this suspect talking. Mm-hmm. And all he says is down the hill. Mm-hmm. That's all that's caught. Yeah. That you yeah. can make out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So that brings up questions of is there more audio? Right. Why aren't the police releasing it? Right. You well, know. Yeah. And, and initially for me, there's two mm-hmm. of them allegedly one of him why mm-hmm. why comply if mm-hmm. i if i was you and i were walking somewhere and somebody mm-hmm. said down the hill we'd be like uh and you're crazy and just keep on walking like we wouldn't even sure. pay attention so it's almost like because for me i thought those same things but then i was also like is this somebody they've seen before is this mm-hmm. somebody that they know that's a family friend why would they comply because kids these days, especially that age, they're way savvier than what we were. Because oh, yeah. they're exposed to more. They are given more information than what we were ever given at that age. As far as just, if it was a stranger, you don't, you leave them alone. You don't talk to them. Go, right. go in pairs, go in groups. But they were in pairs. They were. So why would they comply with that? Right. So, right. yeah, that that's what makes me wonder. I'm like, this has to be somebody that they knew or have seen. 
mm-hmm. around that they felt, okay, we can go down the hill with this person. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's just, yeah. those were the thoughts I had. Right. And in the voice, his voice, okay, mm-hmm. he doesn't sound upset. He doesn't sound no. stressed. Very it's calm. very, yeah, like a conversation like down the hill, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm getting ready to tell you my theory a little later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yay. So get excited. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I know I, I'm going to save it for the end. My theory on it. <laughs> okay. So, yes. So, of course, people start hearing this voice and they hope somebody will recognize mm-hmm. the voice, the picture. Somebody knows this person somewhere. I mm-hmm. mean, we would think. Right. So July of 2017, the police release a composite sketch. Yes. Now, I want to say when they say composite, it doesn't mean it's going to look exactly like the person. No. Like Ted Bundy's composite sketch, when you look at it, it's like that doesn't even kind of look like him. <laughs> right, no. It's the features. It's the nose. It's the right. chin line. The you know, eyebrows. It's that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they released this composite sketch. What It kind of does look like the grainy picture to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, they actually when had saw, a photo yeah. to go off of. As, yeah. as opposed to someone's memory in a right. traumatic event. Right. And the guy looks middle-aged in the picture. Yes, I agree. Yes. yes. So everybody starts looking at the middle-aged men in town. <laughs> yeah. I can't and imagine. Like, Is it you? Is, <laughs> Is it, it you? you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, I mean, and people are turning in husbands, boyfriends, brothers, people that they think very well could be the, the Delphi killer. Right. And that, I cannot imagine. I want to know the ones who are turning in their husbands. I want to be like, were you just kind of hoping to get rid of him? Like, I I don't (laughs) don't want to ask for a divorce. I mean, what are we doing here? (laughs) If you think they're capable of that, do you really think you should be with them? I mean. Right. (laughs) Then don't stay with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just go ahead and exit now. It's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So. We don't hear much of anything. Mm-mm. All the rest of, of 17, even 18, 18 we don't yeah. hear anything. Mm-mm. Now it's April 22nd, 2019. Mm-hmm. This is the day after Easter Sunday. So it's on a Monday. Mm-hmm. And the yep. state police have called a press conference, but it's open to the public. Right. So now we're like, oh, they must have found and, something. Yep. And you have to sign your, you have to sign in your name, your address. Mm-hmm. To come uh, into this meeting. Yeah. Yep. Tricky, so tricky. As, so, yeah, as you said, it was like, okay, something big's getting ready to happen. We've mm-hmm. not heard anything in over a year and a half. Something's up. Right. So, Doug Carter, remember, he's the superintendent of the state of Indiana Police Department. Yes. He gets up and he releases two pieces of evidence. Mm-hmm. Now, he states before he releases them that we're talking about one person. We're not talking about two people. Mm-hmm. Yes. They believe one person did this crime. Yeah. Mm. So now they release the audio, except now he's saying guys mm-hmm. down the hill. Right. Yeah. So we have no, one new word, which is guys. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he rela- released a video of the suspect walking on the bridge. It's a few seconds, mm-hmm. but the guy's walking kind of wobbly or kind of uneven. Yes, it's but a, it's from the yeah. It's a very uh, distinct walk, and yeah, think about it. 
if you go to large outdoor gatherings, and I'm guilt, I love to people watch. I don't want to talk, mm-hmm. you know, I don't necessarily like to talk to people, but I like to sit and watch. So I love malls. But right. just sit and watch people walk. People absolutely have a unique gait. Every, gait, everybody, yeah. The way that yeah. you walk. I mean, just pay attention. Little things like that, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had his hands in his pockets. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, and and I know he was walking on railroad ties. I understand that. Yeah. But, but... I still think that walk. Mm-hmm. There's something there. Yep. So. Then this is this is where it gets very interesting. Mm-hmm. They release another composite. Yes. Oh yeah. Except this time it looks totally different. It does. I know. I was like, like what? <laughs> okay. And what the happened? guy looks anywhere from eighteen to forty years old. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now we went from middle but, age to young. Right. Yeah. But they said he could have a youthful appearance. It could be someone older, but they have a youthful right. appearance and not look right. their age, just as we don't look our age. Yeah. I don't think. Anyway. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just that kind of blew my mind because mm-hmm. I look at it and I'm like, okay, but now I see the great the picture of him and I'm like. Well, that could fit too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Yeah. Now <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's playing mind tricks with me, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they believe this suspect is from Delphi or he visits frequently. Mm-hmm. He may even possibly work in Delphi. Uh, yeah. And, th- and yeah. that's still what gets me because I absolutely agree. This is somebody mm-hmm. they knew or were yeah. at least acquainted with on a comfortable level. And this person is still in the city still going to work hiding in plain sight Mm -hmm. and just watching all this unfold i mean that's a sick mind sick sick mind do you think that the police have more evidence and that's why they updated the composite absolutely yes they're just not releasing it right i mean the the relationship between media and law enforcement is strained at best uh, right because media can help but they can also hinder and they can also lead on wild goose chases just by the way information is presented. So sure. I think law enforcement honestly does not give out information unless they just really have to just to try yeah. to get a lead or a tip that's going to lead them to that suspect. So that's, yeah. that's my take on it. I mean, right. others might have different opinions. We'd love to hear from you, but I mean, that yeah. that's kind of, that's how I see yeah. it law enforcement and media i mean i think they went on the composite based on the picture at first Mm -hmm. but i just wonder as they were going through libby's phone or maybe just furthering their investigation they start to go hmm there could be other pictures where that particular person is maybe in the background or in a group photo that right was on her phone. Yeah. I don't, I mean, this is just speculation. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know either. I mean, now the police state that they don't have any more audio or video mm-hmm. or anything. They don't have anything else. But then yeah. again, th- remember they're holding this close to the vest too. Right. Exactly. They're not going to come out and say, Oh yeah, we've got 30 minutes worth of, you know, exactly. They're not going to, they're not, not going to do, do that. that. No, because no. you're now you're trying in the, in the media, you're trying yes. a suspect in the media and you can't, you can't yeah. do that. Yes. Hmm. So Doug gets a. a uh oh. So. Okay. So remember, we're at the the press conference. Doug says in this room. Uh huh. 
where where you're hiding in plain sight, right? That okay. was mind blowing. Everybody's looking around thinking, is the killer in this room? Mm-hmm. And people, you know, people didn't know. You they know, they're looking be. at each other like, is it you? Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, that really blew my mind that he would think maybe the killer's there at the press conference. Well, it's just like people yeah. who are um, intrigued by fires and who are arson. Yeah. They're usually yeah. standing there watching the fire burn while the firefighters, firefighters it, are fighting it, you know. Is that a, it's just wow. I don't. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> we Ooh. don't, we don't think yeah. that way. We're not programmed yeah. that way. So I can't understand mm-hmm. it. It just makes right. no sense to me. Yes. So the family is now getting that new composite sketch out as mm-hmm. fast as they can, handing out flyers with any information on the girl's death. Mm-hmm. And, of course, a new wave of suspicion is now coming into Delphi because now you're talking about high school, possibly college kids. Right. Mm-hmm. That could be the killer. Right. So people are getting turned in again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here we go. Here's people more are boyfriends yeah. and husbands yeah. getting turned in. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. So what I found interesting, if on the internet, someone has taken those two sketches, composite sketches, and laid them on top of each other, mm-hmm. and the features are the same. Oh, wow. So even though it looks different to us, the features pretty much are following the same. And mm-hmm. Becky Patty, who is Libby's grandmother, said, here's how I think of it. Mm-hmm. If you're a young person, that individual is going to look older to you. Sure. But if you're oh, an yeah. older person, that person's going to look younger to you. That makes total sense. Right? So that's how we have to kind of look at it instead of saying, why is it so drastically different? Right. Because it's point of view. Yeah. Huh. You know, isn't it yeah. funny how, like, now that we're in our 40s, I see kids that are, like, 16, and I'm like, oh, they're so young. They're babies, yeah. <laughs> right. But then when we were 16, somebody was 42, I'm like, you're ancient, you know? Right, yeah. You got your affairs <laughs> right. in order, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So I kind of see what she's saying. I agree with that. Sure. So, yeah, absolutely. So we do know that there were fingerprints that were on the scene, but mm-hmm. we don't know if it's the killers. All right. We know there's DNA, but we don't know if it's the killers. Mm-hmm. Because remember, we had all those searchers out there right and this was a big crime scene right so we don't know Mm. how much of it has been compromised just by people innocently enough walking through maybe touching things right Right. yes so and there were also signatures at the scene Hmm. two to three signatures Mm -hmm. so maybe the way the body's positioned maybe the way he killed them maybe he left something behind or took something away right we don't know Mm mm-hmm we are not for sure of that. So, right. okay. Mary Ellen O'Toole, who is a retired FBI profiler. Oh, yes, yes. Right? Oh, mm-hmm. I love her. Okay. Love her. She profiles, yes, she profiles this case. Mm-hmm. This is what she says, and I'll see if you agree with her or not. Okay. He seems relaxed. He's not rushed. He is in a scene that he can't control, right? Because mm-hmm. he's out in public. He can't control everything. Mm-hmm. But he has a very high risk of tolerance for high risk situations. Mm-hmm. So he's very comfortable in high risk situations, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. You don't know if somebody's going to walk up, somebody's going to discover what you're mm-hmm. doing. Right. He, that doesn't seem to bother him. Mm-hmm. Now she thinks that this could be sexually motivated, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but motivations can change during the crime. So oh, maybe yeah. it starts out as a sexual motivation, mm-hmm. but then the person doesn't react the way you think they will. So then it turns into power as a motivation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Or control. 
Sure. But she does think this is a, that sex is the motivator in this mm-hmm. one. Hmm. Um, and, you know, he takes them to a remote location, which is true because they find the bodies actually on private property. Right. Hmm. So he may know that remote location. Mm-hmm. And she does think he's a local, that he does know the area. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree with that. I mean, to, but, well, I mean, it would make sense if he was acting alone and then he goes where there's two mm-hmm. girls. Usually, um, killers, um, the predators, they will single a person out. They mm-hmm. don't want to because mm-hmm. there'll be a fight. You've got to worry, can you overtake both of them, you know, um, because these were teenagers, so they're growing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like these, they're younger and they don't have, you know, much muscle or anything like that, you know, that they could fight back. So that makes sense with him being in a high risk situation right. that he likes that, like, I know what I want to do, but. I can't control mm-hmm. it, so I've got to act fast or whatever. I mean that that unfortunately makes sense. So, but right. yeah, and he's they he's got to be a local. He has to be. No, yep. who is going to yep. wander out on that part of the trail over that bridge and just be like, "Hey, there's two people. All right, down the hill." At no, I mean I'd mm-hmm. be like again. We even well, at. 14 somebody said mm-hmm. that to me with my friends we'd be like whatever and just walk on right right so here's my theory on it i'm going to share okay. my theory and then we can go through the suspects that have come up and all of that mm-hmm. okay yep. what i found out about this bridge <clears throat> pardon me is okay. that when you go across the bridge and you get to the end mm-hmm. it's like a wooded area mm-hmm So a lot of times kids will go across the bridge and they'll get to the end and it's like, oh, the fun's over because it's just a bunch of wooded area. Mm. So then you have to turn around and go all the way back. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's what I think. I think he was lying in wait. I think he saw two girls that were by themselves. There was no adult with them or a group of other kids around them. Mm -hmm. I think he watched Abby and Libby go across the bridge and once they got to the end, like I said, you got to turn around to go back. Mm-hmm. Here he comes down the bridge. Right. So he traps them. Yeah. And I think maybe he had a weapon of some sort, whether it's a gun, whether it's a knife, or has the threat of having a weapon. Mm-hmm. And the girls are like, okay, let's just comply. Let's just do what he says. And he says, down the hill. Well, we know that once you get off that bridge there's a hill embankment that goes down and then it goes off into a wooded area right and the bodies were found a quarter of a mile away Hmm. so i think that he absolutely is a local or he knows the area very well yeah and i think he lied in wait and i think he saw two girls and he took that opportunity yeah no i yeah i mean he just waited and thought oh i'll hang out here today and it just so happened to Mm -hmm. be the same day that they wanted to go on that hike yeah. Right. And, it was and he had to, and he had to have known that the local kids were down there. Mm-hmm. He had to have known that kids were frequenting, but I think he watched them and I, wa- I think he watched them kind of be by themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he trapped them on the bridge. I absolutely think he trapped them mm-hmm. because you can't just walk across the bridge. I mean, you got to be careful. Or you're going to fall through it. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's what, that's mm-hmm. my theory of it. Yeah. We'll see if that's yeah. really what happened. But yeah. 
Yeah, so, um, of course, with the case and with all the tips coming in to the uh, police department, that there were several persons of interest. Um, A few of those, one was uh, Paul Etter, and he was wanted for kidnapping and rape of actually another person, and the police closed in on him. now, he was found, uh, it looks like July 23rd of 19 was when he was a suspect. So, the police closed in on him. He was involved in a five-hour standoff with police, which uh, Paul decided to take to commit suicide as to not be caught by police. Mm-hmm. So, they determined, though, after um, investigating him further after the standoff that he was not a person of interest anymore uh, in their murders. But it, it really aggravates me that there's people out there who think it's okay to terrorize others, injure others, kill others. And then when it comes time for them to go to, you know, the police to catch them and they stand for their, for the crimes that they've committed, that they're cowards and kill themselves. You know, they're, yeah. they're big, bad wolves. And then it comes time of, okay, you're caught. Now, You've got to pay for your crimes. And they're like, oh, uh-uh, nope. And they do that. That just, that gets me. Because um, then it just shows how coward, coward they all are. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another one, a Daniel J. Nations. He was threatening strangers on a monument mm-hmm. trail with a hatchet. And they wondered if maybe he had gotten on that trail uh, where the girls were. He had expired Indiana plates, and that's what drew attention to him. Uh, mm-hmm. He was suspected on other crimes in Indiana, but that the Indiana investigators, that they decided no other information was to be released on him. Oh, but, wow. um, but in February... Uh, February of 2018, he was no longer considered a suspect. They didn't say why. Wow. So he w- he's in prison on other charges. Uh, there mm-hmm. were others, uh, Thomas Bruce and Charles Eldridge, uh, do not want to get into their crimes, but they are other suspects that were named. But again, they're, they're, they're in jail and prison for other crimes that they've committed. They're no longer suspects. But now mm-hmm. we're on who... We have now as the person of interest as James Bryan Chadwell, mm-hmm. um, who is now the person of interest in these murders, and who I watched a couple of like little YouTube videos, like from Inside Edition and things like that, and mm-hmm. it shows him walking, and boy, he walks like the person on the bridge a whole lot. Yeah, um, and what's kind of um, disconcerting disheartening is Mm -hmm. James Bryan Chadwell is actually not that far (laughs) he grew up not that far from where we actually grew up and it's yeah yeah oh oh my you know um so that's where we are now as far as suspects so right now he's in Um, yes and rightfully so there's a lot they Mm -hmm. say they have a lot on him um, mm-hmm. as to why they know he's a good fit for, for these murders. Yeah. Well, did they talk about the tattoo that he had on his forearm? About that looked a girl like Libby's. in the woods? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's something that has piqued their interest as well. Right. Um, Cause the tattoo. Gets that? That's not but, a family member or friend. You right. Know? Okay. But the person speaking when he says guys down the hill, do you think he has a, a like a distinct voice or a draw in his voice? I think so. 
I do because, too. Um, yeah. See, for us, and we're, you know, and right. for me still, you know, I live, I still live in the South, uh, right. kind of near where we grew up. And, and it's a familiar voice to me. It doesn't it sound, is me too. Yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you can hear just like people that don't live in the South hear our voices. They're like, whoa, you're not from Illinois. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm actually from Tennessee, you know, right. As where somebody in, you know, in Tennessee's from Illinois, I'm like, whoa, you're not from here. <laughs> you're not from around these parts, are you? You know, and that's right. why to me, it sounds familiar. So that's why I think, yeah. yes, he has a Southern draw. I do too. I think there's something very, when he says down the hill, he kind of yeah, goes hill. up at the end. Mm-hmm. Like when I say Tennessee, a mm-hmm. lot of times it'll go up at the end. The yeah. e. mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just saying, I, I really have studied the voice and I'm like, it. I'm like you, it sounds familiar to me. Right. Just the tone and, and yeah. the, the, yeah. the cadence to it. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah. is it another, I don't know. we want that to fit because we right. want to blame somebody. It's got to right. have the due process, of course. He Absolutely. looks good for it to me, but right. yeah. that's not that's not for me to, I don't have to bear that burden. Of right, yes. It. But, um, right. Right. but yeah, he, he looks good. That, he has yeah. a history. He's got a rap sheet. He's yes. not a very nice person. So, right. Yeah. You know. We'll see. Yeah. I, so we'll definitely yeah. keep following this one. There will be updates because he's got yes. court appearances and all that stuff. Uh, yes. Coming up and, and, mm-hmm. and hearings. So we'll definitely keep a watch. But it's just sad that two girls just having a day off of school want to go hike mm-hmm. and kind of bum around in nature. And mm-hmm. somebody has to come and, and just absolutely ruin that and shatter two, family li- two families' lives for what right because you yeah. just decided eh, i don't know let's just kill whoever i see today are you see find yeah. a hobby find a hobby yeah. play video games yeah. leave other people yeah. alone killing is bad right. there you go thank don't you for it. coming to my ted talk but there you go so that's <laughs> what i got aaron yeah i think yep. that was like you said it's just a wait and see so we'll wait find and out see. so this yes. is where we're at um i know Hopefully more will come out yeah and we'll we'll just keep on top of it um, yes we will so next week mm-hmm. is a case out of new hampshire uh some might remember this this is a, a new hampshire teacher named pamela smart mm-hmm. and pamela is in prison because Four of four of the kids in Pamela's class killed her husband, and they're yes. saying she made us do it. And she said, "No, I didn't." So, right. this is an interesting case. There is a made-for-TV movie out there. Yes, uh, there is. Murder yeah. for Hire. If you mm-hmm. want to watch that, uh, mm-hmm. it's interesting because she did not pull the trigger. She no. did not harm him herself. Yet she right. is the one serving a life sentence for it. So yes. kind of interesting that, you know, you can't go tell people, oh, hey, go kill my husband and not think mm-hmm. your hands are going to be clean and all of it. Right. Oh, I just, I'm what? like, I want to get into it, but I don't. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know because there's so much I can say. Did she really? Right. Exactly. I mean, was she really the mastermind behind it or was it? the student because they were having a relationship. Right. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah. This is a student yeah. teacher the, relationship too. So it's like, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You so. know there's twists in everything, oh, right? Oh, yes. There's never a straight road does not lead from virtue to homicide. So That's right. There oh, you look. go. Look at me saying cool things. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right, so that is it for this one on uh, the Delphi murders. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, anything we've left out that you want us to go back and revisit, please feel free to reach out to us, Southern Onion Podcast on Instagram, or email at southernonion2 at gmail.com. So until then, we will see you next week. So stay safe, take care, and keep peeling back those layers of true crime. Bye, Erin. Bye, Erica. Bye, everybody. Toodaloo.